the Pfizer chiefs. Uh, in South Africa, the journalist Raya Mahlaka said he's, our healthcare workers are top draw, smiling faces, heart-shaped eyes, uh, and uh, family members over 60s who got the jab yesterday are waxing lyrical about the excellent vaccination process. Healthcare workers are ululating and dancing, and they welcomed the over 60s. They were patient and showed enormous compassion. So things seem to be working a little bit better in terms of South Africa's very slow rollout of vaccines. But Andy Rice with Heroes and Zeros this evening. Pfizer chiefs, Andy, come on. It's got to be, that's glorious, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I love it. Um, it's, it's the kind of thing that shows that there is a genuine, not just awareness, but affection for the brand because you don't make fun of or tease or incorporate brands into clever witticisms like that unless they're a brand that you uh, are, are proud to be associated with. So apart from it being uh, clever and creative, it's also a good sign for the, the company that sources many of our vaccinations. Yeah, it's lovely. And I mean, no doubt, this is National Health Service workers in the United Kingdom talking about Pfizer chiefs, and they would have got that from the band Kaiser Chiefs. They got the name Kaiser Chiefs from uh, Lucas Khadeba's old club, and Lucas Khadeba was playing at Leeds, of course, and the band Kaiser Chiefs sprung up out of that. And our NH workers, NHS workers are referring to themselves as Pfizer Chiefs. It's marvellous. Now, there was a time, Andy, when soap wars were, whether you watch Days of Our Lives or Igoli, but soap wars have taken on a completely new... Uh, complexion. They have, but they've also gone back even before the soaps you're talking about, because um, what we're what we're looking at here is the ongoing squabbles between the different leading brands in the uh, soap detergent uh, area, and the, the the two that are really squabbling at the moment are uh, Unilever and Colgate Palmolive. Now, I used to, in my in a different life, when I was first in marketing, I, I was a brand manager with a company called Henkel, and that's a big German conglomerate that made detergents at the time. So we found ourselves up against the amazing Omo. And I um, and Colgate Palmolive were weighing in with their own two-fisted punch and a couple of others. Forces way out, forces white in. And um, the... Uh, the situation got to such a degree that it was the courts were involved and everything else. But eventually, Unilever triumphed over both Colgate and Henkel. So, sometime after I left, uh, Henkel um, imploded. No link between those two whatsoever. <laughs> um, so now, what we have bringing up to date is the Advertising Regulatory Board, our old friends who I have not been entirely kind to in recent weeks, um, have uh, ruled on a complaint between. Colgate's and Unilever. Now, this is where I think the ARB has a real role to play in South African marketing, because it's it's one thing adjudicating whether one lonely soul in Rackpan is justified in bringing a, a, an advertising campaign to a halt. Um, it's quite another to be the referee of a, two major conglomerates having a go at each other. It's much more of a reasonable uh, uh, fight, if you like, much more reasonable mm. issue. Now, in this particular case, we have long-established Lifebuoy soap from Unilever, uh, making a claim about um, protecting against infectious germs with their Lifebuoy soap. And we have Colgate, manufacturer of Protex, among others, and obviously Palmolive, um, uh, countering it by saying that that's medically unproven and you can't make those kind of claims. Well, to cut a very long story short, um, they can because the ARB have ruled that Unilever are not exceeding the bounds of evidential credibility by making those claims about life for So, 
Um, no doubt they'll find some other one to squabble about down the line. It's quite a favoured sport amongst marketers to have a dip at your competitor. <laughs> and sometimes it's justified and uh, they are forced to take corrective action. But when you take action and you lose, it's a, a bit of egg in your face, which is, you know, you may need your competitor's soap to wash the egg off. <laughs> yeah, for a short while, I'm sure it stings, but um, <laughs> I, I would... Uh, I would say that generally speaking, they, they just take their eyes off that issue and look into the future. And where's the next one we can get them at? Let's mug them on that corner. Okay. Well, it, look, it, it keeps us occupied and keeps us entertained and uh, us uh, quite amused, which is nice uh, to have, Andy. Now, talk to me, please, if you would, about your hero. Okay. Well, let me start by saying that... Um, uh, in, in one of his um, early books, the, the infamous, the famous um, David Ogilvy, infamous to some, famous to others, but generally uh, leading light in, in advertising, he, uh, he said, he was asked, uh, how much copy is right for an advertisement? Obviously a rather a difficult question to answer, but he answered it beautifully because he said, enough. And that's what too few copywriters and their creative directors uh, and their clients uh, adhere to. They, they say, we're paying for 60 seconds of TV time. Let's pack as much in there as possible. Now, well, this week's hero is a, is a brand well-known to everyone in, in the financial services category. And I have to say that financial services has not been a category that's covered itself in glory over the years, with the possible exception of Alan Gray um, and last week's hero, uh, Sanlam. Generally speaking, the advertising is not that great. But this is a, this is uh, another one that's that's uh, putting that right by um, coming up with a with a piece of advertising which I think is really really strong and really brave. It's for Standard Bank Business Division, and it's a, a, a television commercial of I, I think it comes out in a sixty and a thirty second duration, um, which is about. The, the fact that Standard Bank is embedded in our lives everywhere. Um, it's called dinner time because the premise of the advertising is that you, you as a family sit down to dinner and there's some lovely heartwarming, convincing shots of that happening. But then there's voiceover, which sounds so much like Morgan Freeman, but coincidentally isn't him, starts to say dinner time. Not before, and then... Um, Sorry, not without uh, the farm, not without the water, not without ah, the, okay. the fertile ground and the and the machines, and all of these are, uh, are accompanied. Each each not not without is accompanied by a nice little vignette or whatever it is that's that's essential. And the end uh, it leaves you with this understanding that Standard Bank are the bank that banks all of those different businesses. And um, it's just, it's, it's a convincing piece of advertising, but best of all, it's got fantastic production values. It's um, pacing, it's leisurely without being tardy, but it's not rushed either. That thing I said about cramming as much copy in, that's been resisted um, deluxe. And uh, we're left with this warm and cozy feeling about dinner time not being able to happen without all of these contributors to the supply chain and the uh, and, and the arrival of the food um, on the table. So let's, uh, uh, let's have a listen and then you can wrap up your view on it, Andy. Um, this is the Standard Bank advert, the dinner time advert to which Andy is referring. Dinner time. 
not without the farm, not without water, fertile ground, or machines to plow it, not without safekeeping, distribution, and a top-up every now and then, not without the wholesaler, the retailer, the bank that backs the mall. Dinner time. <laughs> Very Morgan Freeman. It's lovely, Andy. It really is. And it wouldn't have worked if, if they had, um, as I say, tried to pack more into it. It's the pace and the production values. No one said we can't afford to make those pictures look as nice as they do. They said they have to look as nice as we need them to do. And uh, they, they responded accordingly. And I'd love to have been... Uh, fly on the wall for the um, voice auditions for the voiceover because I, I spoke to to uh, uh, MNC Saatchi, the advertising agency behind uh, the, the campaign, and uh, I asked them about Morgan Freeman and, and they laughed and, and said, well, you know, we just asked for a mature and wise sounding voice and that happens to be what we've got. Yes, pull the other one. But a great campaign, love it. Uh, very good. Uh, we can't let you go without a zero. Zeros are, uh, are, are edgy and uh, and fun. Well, um, in this particular case, it's back to bad financial services advertising, in my opinion. This is a, 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 a print advertisement, so unfortunately I'll just have to try and describe it. But it, it uh, appeared on the front page of, of uh, Maverick, uh, the, the weekend newspaper, um, this past weekend. And it's a, it's a full-width uh, full color advertisement which has a real dork guy uh, in the photograph um, wearing what when you read the copy turns out to be the kind of stuff we all wore in the 80s i'm not quite sure that we did but basically this 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 dork is now um, a member of the family that can uh, join a pps the, the brand involved, PPS and Professional Providence Society, um, with a confusing headline that says, your dad and all that lumo-reflective polyester you can't unsee. I don't <laughs> think that's going to draw people into the body copy myself. Um, and, but another aspect that's a problem is the fact that a lot of people say, uh, correctly, I believe, that you should, if you're going to show anyone in, in the... Uh, in the photograph, in the in the execution, then show the audience because they they like to see themselves reflected in whatever lifestyle or business opportunity you're you're showing. And now, if this guy is the kind of guy who's allowed to to get into uh, uh, an investment society that used to be known exclusively for graduate professionals, it had a, a niche positioning high in the market. And I think that this advertising is is uh, dumbing it down, to be honest. I think it's uh, from PPS, a brand that's done some good work in the past um, and ought to be a premium brand in the uh, investments market. Uh, I think this is going the wrong way. Thank you, Andy Rice. Well, our heroes and zeros, PPS, I'm sorry, zero for you, Standard Bank, a hero for you. And a fascinating discussion. Uh, African, uh, uh, the Advertising Regulatory Board gets a, a thumbs up this evening for once as well for doing its job and doing it well this time in a battle, a mighty battle for the uh, between the sud makers, um, uh, the world, some of the world's biggest soap makers. Thank you, Andy Rice, with our heroes and zeros.